Hello, 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 everyone, everyone, everyone. It's another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. Yes, I know it's on a Sunday this evening, but we're just going to have Will Talk Monday on a Sunday. And uh, <laughs> for this for this reason right here, to have this woman of God on here with us, me, myself, and Hannah did not mind doing the show on a Sunday just to have her on here with us. So we are excited to have the Queen of Quartet on with us on Will Talk Monday, Miss Evelyn. God bless you, Miss Evelyn. We are so happy to have you on this on tonight. Thank you so much. And I am I am so honored to be here. Thank you guys for considering me and sharing your audience and your ministry with me. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. No problem. So what we're going to do, you all, is we're going to start it off with a little bit of music. We're going to play one of the songs by Miss Evelyn, and then we're going to jump right into the questions. And uh, as the music is playing, we want you all to share, tag, and invite, let people know that we'll talk Monday. We are in the building, y'all. So let's go, let's go, let's go. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Y'all share a tag. Let them know. We'll drop Monday is on. Thank you. 
right, you all, we're going to jump right into these questions. I'm glad that I have my co-host, Miss Hannah, on with me on tonight. Hey, sis, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So we're going to jump right into these questions, and uh, I'm going to let the ladies go first. Miss Hannah, I'm going to let you go first, and then we'll follow from there. Okay. So my first question, Miss Evelyn, is what is Cortex? For people that don't know, please let us know. Uh, quartet is a style of music. I, and if you're talking about gospel, it's a style of music whose message is talking about the good news of Jesus Christ. And mm -hmm. if you want to uh, go a little further about the style, it's, uh, well, let me first say, the the gospel message in gospel quartet is not compromised uh uh and we don't try to uh get so contemporary that we leave jesus out in in, in quartet music uh the message is normally uncompromised about jesus christ Thank you. So uh, the next question that we're going to ask you is, um, how long have you been singing quartet? How long ooh, have you been singing? Oh, we. <laughs> Can I tell you 73 years? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even look like you are I, 73 I can, years I old. Can so tell I cannot you. believe that. I can't <laughs> yes. believe that. I can tell you 73 years is what I remember. My first memories of singing uh, singing gospel music in church. I was two years old and my daddy was holding me up in his arms and told me, sing, baby. Uh, my mom and daddy tell me that I was singing before I could form actual words. <laughs> so by the time I got two, my daddy had taught me a song that says, uh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You brought me from a mighty long way. And at two years old, I was singing that in church. Wow. <laughs> Man. Okay. Okay. All right, okay. Hannah. So now that we know that, did you play, like what age, if any age, did you start playing any instruments or has it always just been singing? Oh, that's a good one. Nobody has ever asked me that, but I'm glad you did because uh, how old was I? About 11 or 12, my mom and dad decided to get me piano lessons. And I started taking piano lessons about 11 or 12, but I was so excited about singing that I was kind of uh, lazy and uncaring <laughs> about playing an instrument for which today I am very sorry. <laughs> I am very sorry that I didn't actually commit myself to actually learn that instrument and actually play it. I can play at it now. 
I can pick at it, <laughs> but I don't play. I don't actually play the piano. I am so sorry that I did not learn that because it would have been such an asset today to be able to sit down and put my music together on an instrument uh, as God gives me the lyrics. So I did start playing uh, about 11 or 12 years old, but I got so lazy about it and my mom and dad could tell that I wasn't interested. They stopped paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. So next question that we have for you would be, have you ever participated in any contest? Absolutely. Um, I started off uh, my first uh, singing with a group, I was, I, I, I know I was 12. My dad um, started a group for myself and uh, three other girls, one of which, if you guys, y'all are too young to remember uh, the Dixie Hummingbirds. I've and heard about them. The other lead singer uh, with our Tucker was Jimmy Walker. His name was James Walker. And uh, he had a daughter in St. Louis. And uh, she, along with myself, two sisters, Red and Vera, and uh, her name was Dolores. So Dolores and I were the lead singers and we sung background and lead. Uh, my dad started the group and we were called after my family name is Tyler. Uh, wow. So we were the Tylerettes. Uh, and Mr. James would bring music to us off the road and teach us songs. Uh, back then they had the big eight-track tape recorders. <laughs> and he would, <laughs> he would carry that eight-track tape recorder to concerts as they traveled. And he would he would tape the music that local groups would sing. And he'd bring some of that, those songs and teach them to us. And we sung them. I remember that um, he, he, he must have seen a group that uh, introduced themselves. Their introductory song introduced their name. He came and taught that song to us. And the song said, we are the Tyler singers. We are, we are the Tyler singers. We just want you to know that we live in the city of St. Louis, Missouri. We sung those lyrics that he taught us. That's the way we introduced ourselves when we went to the stage. So that was the beginning of me singing with a group, but of, as it goes, teenage girls 
get interested in other things. And we started having problems with the young ladies. Uh, and we changed the group, the makeup of the group changed from four girls to myself and three young men. And those three young men were all brothers. They were my daddy's sister's sons. So it was myself and my three cousins. And I always like to say, y'all know Gladys Knight and the Pips. That's what we <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. That's so y'all was the gospel Gladys Knight and the Pips. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> okay. telling, you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you ask about contests, we won every one we got into. Every wow. contest that that we were in, we won every time with me singing lead and my three my three cousins singing background. When we were in concert, my dad was a singer too, a quartet singer too. So sometimes my dad would sing lead, uh, but most of the time it was me and my three cousins, and we won so many awards in St. Louis that it became uh, everybody looked for us to open uh, on the major concerts when major quartets were in town. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And that says a lot about you all as well. So. Yeah, my dad was real strict, and Mr. James uh, continued to teach us even after the girls went about their way. He, when he would come in town, he would teach us new music and and give us pointers on how to put it across. And the song that would that won most of the contests for us was my stick, as we call it in quartet. And my stick was Precious Lord, take my hand. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. So that was like your closure. Like you knew if you hit that one, you knew it was over. That Nobody was it. Nobody really come behind y'all. It was over. One. And and exactly. this was at a time, as I said, you you guys are young, so you you won't remember these days when people wasn't holy dancing. They were shouting and falling out and rolling under chairs and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And when, when we would sing Precious Lord, the house was closed. <laughs> so it was one of those no point in anybody else even coming to the stage after that I, song. I tell it's you, a rap. It's a they, rap. They did, but it was it was done. <laughs> okay, okay, Hannah. So what's one of your um, favorite venues for performing? Venue? Mm -hmm. Like what's one of the places that you enjoyed performing the most? Wow, there's been so, so, so many places that I can't remember. Um, I can just say that for the most part, uh, more than the venue, 
it was concerts that gave me opportunity to uh, go out to the vendor table or after the concert, after I had performed, because I wouldn't go out before I performed because I, I consecrate before I go to the stage. But once I'm done and have, when God lets me go, mm -hmm. I, I I'm able to go out and I love whatever the venue is, whether it's a church or a civic center or a, 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 a hall or wherever it is, I like going to a spot where I can touch the people and they can cut, touch me. I that's my greatest ministry. Even after I come off the stage, whatever venue it is, if we, we have the opportunity to get close to the people and let the people get close to us, that's my favorite uh, thing to do when we're out there. Because I find I have more ministry off the stage than I do on the stage. I can't tell you how many people come for prayer and uh, some people just come to let us know that they're going through something and and I get a chance to talk. I got a chance to, I'm one that got a whole lot of kids. Y'all already know that. So I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I witness about how God has blessed through the hard times and through the trials and the tribulations I've gone through uh, raising my kids. And then uh, in the early days of my professional career, uh, starting about 2000, my husband was always on the road with me. He was always on the road with me and always went to the stage with me. Uh, and lots of times he sung with me. Um, so on the stage, I got an opportunity to love on my husband. That's part of my ministry. Uh, and I was able to uh, minister about uh how God will bless the union of marriage. And even though you go through problems, I got so many testimonies. So I said that to say that when I'm at a venue and we're, we get an opportunity to go and get close to the people, people have come to me. I've had somebody come who was, uh, who was contemplating suicide. Uh, she said she had made a decision that she was tired of living. As a matter of fact, she went to the newspaper in her hometown. And that year, it was uh, more than 11,000 people in the venue when this happened. We were in uh, is it, uh, Greens, Greenville, South Carolina where Elijah Ray does that concert at uh, Bilo Center every year. And the lady 
went home and went to the newspaper, gave them a story. Somehow they mailed that newspaper to me and the uh, the headlines read, blessed by a hug. And she, mm -hmm. she testified that she had made a decision that she was going to commit suicide when she got home. And she stopped, she happened to stop in, in the lobby where I was at my vendor table and got up and came around the table. And I'm a hugger by nature, but I'm a grandma and a great grandma, so I'm naturally a hugger. And I hugged her and I talked to her. Had no idea what she was planning to do until I got that newspaper. So stuff like that. And then I've been approached by a young man who was donned in all this gold, these gold chains. And he asked me if he could speak to me. And this was in the church. And of course I said, yes. He asked me if I would go to the back of the church with him, I did. He uh, shared with me that he was planning on killing his wife. And he asked me, what did I think? Man, that was one of the most tra traumatic times <laughs> I've ever witnessed. So I can just say it, it's not so much the venue, what venue it is, where it is, whether it's outdoors, in a park or where, wherever, it's the opportunity to minister closely to the people. Amen. So God definitely has been using you in a mighty, mighty way. You know, it's, it's amazing. You never know the lives that you are touching with just the simple acts of kindness. That's right. That's right. And then sometimes I, uh, uh, my friend, and label mate uh, on CGI Records was Pastor Calvin Bernard Rohn. Calvin wrote a song that said, live in me, Jesus, for I may be the only Jesus that the world will ever see. So lots of people are looking for Jesus, so to speak. And they don't, they can't see him. They don't see how to find him except through another body. And when they can experience him through you, I think that is the greatest ministry any of us can have. Amen. That is the greatest ministry that any of us can do is uh, being a walking testimony for God. Yes. And being one that isn't afraid to let that stein will know about Jesus Christ and letting yeah. them know that we are just a witness for him. So that is a blessing within itself. Yeah. And uh, one more question that I have for you, and then I'm gonna turn it over to my sister, Miss Hannah, to let her ask you one more question. And then uh, we're gonna let the crowd ask one question. And then we're gonna close it out with one of your favorite one, a song that everybody pretty much knows you for. We're gonna <laughs> close it out with that at the end. So my last question that I have for you before I turn it over to Hannah would be, um, who would you say is 
someone that inspired you as far as musically? Well, my first inspiration and my greatest inspiration, I always say um, my mother's name is Ruthie Tyler. And my first uh, birth came through Ruthie Tyler. But my daddy was my midwife in my second birth. <laughs> my daddy was the greatest inspiration in my life in music and for uh, being saved because I can say my daddy was a quartet singer, but my daddy was a saved, live for God for real quartet singer. And it he taught me, and I live by this. It's not what you say or what you sing, but how you live. That's the greatest testimony and sermon that another person can see. So my daddy's, my daddy's life led me to Christ, the way my daddy lives. And then my daddy would sing, and, and let me just say this, back in the day when I was a little girl, the churches, all the churches didn't have air conditioning where quartet singer song. Um, it would be so hot in that place, be jam-packed, folk all up on each other, be hot, you can you could see <laughs> you could see the heat waves in in the right. place in the summertime. I was in St. Louis, Missouri. And people would be falling out some from the heat. But when my daddy sung, I've known them to have to call the ambulance to come and get people. Because mm. that man would sing till people just pass out. And they would shout so till they'd be running and knocking into walls <laughs> and everything. That's the kind of power my daddy had when he sung. And I my fondest memory was every Sunday night, my daddy would take me on Sunday with him to programs because he was a deacon in the church first and he went to church on Sunday morning and then Sunday evening every Sunday evening he was singing somewhere Sunday evening Sunday night and every Sunday night no matter where he was or whose program it was if my daddy was there nobody could close that service not a preacher, not a pastor, nobody. None of the quartet singers in St. Louis would close a program without Deacon Tyler praying them out of there. So mm. that was my greatest inspiration <clears throat> and watching my daddy sing. Um, and today I know why I would cry so when my daddy sung. Something would happen to me. I'd I'd feel something that I couldn't explain. Now I understand it was the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And my daddy told me that he had imparted that to me. So that was one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. Amen. 
Amen. So Hannah, do you got a question before we let the, the ones in the comments ask one question? I have one question left. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who wanted to get started in Quartet? Well, if you're going to sing gospel, then I believe, well, my mama taught us, mom and daddy had 18 children, and they was always teaching us something. <laughs> One thing mama taught me was start right, and you can end right. Amen. So in gospel music, I say first things first and the word of god says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added so i say if you're going to see sing gospel whether you trying you singing it to get famous or whether you you singing it to affect people and see people affected, the first thing to do is seek God first. Get a relationship with God. Then I say, study your craft. And then I say, learn the business of the industry. So Amen. those three things, seek God first, study your craft, go rehearse, Make sure you're the best you you can be. I didn't say you'd be better than everybody else. I say you be the best you you can be. Put time in studying what it is you're trying to do in that thing. And then learn the business of the industry because you need a balance between ministry and business and industry. Industry is business, and business is money. <laughs> and you not uh, ministry ain't gonna go far if you don't have some industry. You are gonna need some money to carry it on. Yes, so right? that's my yes, that would be my advice. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. That's great advice to live by. You all. Um, we're going to give you all a chance to ask one question to Miss Evelyn. Um, and then uh, we want y'all to know that you can catch this on a podcast format everywhere where podcasts can be found. It will drop tomorrow at seven at uh, 745, which is the normal time of the show. We'll drop the podcast at that time. So y'all definitely share this and tell somebody, tell everybody that if they missed the live show, they can go back and watch it on the replay or they can catch us on podcast format anywhere that podcasts be, can be found under Real R-E-A-L Talk Monday. And that will be dropping at 7.45 p.m. Central Standard Time on tomorrow. Does anybody have any questions on tonight for Miss Evelyn before we close it out with her song that uh, pretty much everybody knows her for? All right. I'm not seeing any questions come on. So what we're going to do is we're going to close it out like this. My name is Reverend James J. Glover, and uh, we thank you so much. Okay, hold on. I do see a comment. 
who would you most like to collaborate with, Miss Evelyn? Who would you most like to collaborate with? Uh, can I be real and transparent? Uh, yes, ma'am. As much as, well, let me first say I love God. I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized with evidence of speaking in tongue. <laughs> come on, come on. But, but let me tell y'all something. I love Gladys Knight. I think Gladys Knight is the most classy uh, woman and a great singer. I enjoy her watching her and her show and the way she carries herself and all of that. So uh, I'm a Gladys Knight fan. But if Amen. you're talking about gospel, I, I can't even name everybody. <laughs> Because there's so many of them. Amen. And there's uh, someone asked, when is some new material from you going to be coming out? They are wanting to know, when will you be coming out with new material? We're working on it right now. Amen. We're working on a single right now. So please pray for me. Please pray for me. I have not been out on, on the road or in the circuit uh, since February 2020, I've been in almost two years, this pandemic and so forth, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm ready I to understand. go. <laughs> so I totally I'm understand. talking to some promote some producers, talking to some producers now, and y'all pray for me that we can get get some to you in the next few months amen amen i do see other questions coming in but uh we are gonna we know that if we kept asking questions they would be asking questions all night long for you miss evelyn <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we if it's okay with you we definitely would love to do a part two interview with you and Absolutely. Uh, allow them to Yes, ma'am. And allow them to ask some of these questions. If y'all have any questions that you didn't get asked tonight, you can definitely email us at realtalkmonday1 at gmail.com. And we will definitely be back with y'all to answer those questions. Uh, we'll let y'all know when the second interview will be happening. Uh, we will definitely be uh, doing a part two to this interview because I definitely have enjoyed this interview with Miss Evelyn. And as I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning some things that we look at as bad, God is only turning it around for our good. Hannah, you got anything you want to leave them with? I just want to thank Mr. Evelyn for taking the time to speak with us. It was such a pleasure. Your presence is so warming and just being so open and honest and sharing and just enlightening us on so many different things. It has been a wonderful experience and we truly appreciate you speaking with us tonight. Thank you, Amen. Hannah. And thank you, James. You guys make me feel so good. This this time passed so fast because I'm enjoying y'all. <laughs> so we, we definitely have been enjoying you too. And we definitely want to have you back for a part two. We have to have you back for a part two. We will be getting with Miss Cheryl and uh, getting that all together. Before we do this last song, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people um, that definitely made this interview happen. I want to give a shout out to Miss Lynn White out of Chicago. Uh, 
radio personality. I want to give her a shout out. I want to give her a shout out to Miss Say and uh, give her a shout out. Also, Miss Cheryl Dowdell, we want to give her a shout out for just allowing this interview to happen. Miss Evelyn, we appreciate you for taking time out to do this interview, as well as we want to give a shout out to Miss Janine Lamb for designing that awesome flyer that y'all was able to see. We give her a shout out for everything that she does behind the scenes. She is an honorary member of Real Talk Monday. She's already told me she feels like she's a part. So look, we definitely give her a shout out for everything that she does behind the scenes that you all really don't see. But I believe in giving people their flowers while they are able to enjoy them. So what we're going to do is we're going to close it out with this right here. That happened to me. I can speak for you, but I can say everything that happened to me that was good. Hold on one second, you all. We got to turn that up a little bit.
we appreciate y'all for rocking with us on tonight. We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all again at our regular time on next Monday at 7.45 p.m. Central Standard Time. God bless y'all. Heaven continue to smile upon y'all. And see y'all next week. Bye. Thank you for supporting Rev. JHG3 Ministry, whether it be PRL, Real Talk Monday, Godly View, or one of our many podcasts. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to be a blessing to us, you can cash up, dollar sign, Rev. JHG3 Ministry. If you would like to inquire about booking, you can email us at revjhg3ministry at gmail.com. We thank you and have a blessed day.